Section 18 of the Expedition of Humphrey Clinker. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Expedition of Humphrey Clinker by Tobias Smollett. Section 18. To Mrs. Mary Jones at Brambleton Hall. Dear Molly Jones, Heaving got a frank, I now return your fever, which I received by Mr. Higgins at the hot well, together with the stockings, which his wife footed for me. But now they are of no service. Nobody wears such things in this place. Oh, Molly, you that live in the country have no deception of our doings at Bath. Here is such dressing and fiddling and dancing and gadding and courting and plotting. Oh, gracious, if God had not given me a good stock of discretion, what a power of things might I not reveal concerning old mistress and young mistress, Jews with beards that were no Jews, but handsome Christians, without a hair upon their sin, strolling with spectacles to get speech of Miss Liddy. But she's a dear sweet soul, as innocent as a child unborn. She has told me all her inward thoughts, and disclosed her passion for Mr. Wilson, and that's not his name neither, and though he acted among the player-men, he is meet for their masters, and she has given me her yellow trolopea, which Mrs. Drab, the manty-maker, says will look very well when it is scoured and smoked with silver. You knows as how yellow fits my physiognomy. God knows what havoc I shall make among the male sex, when I make my first appearance in this killing collar, with a full suit of gauze as good as new, that I bought last Friday of Madame Frippineau, the French mulliner. Dear girl, I have seen all the fine shoes of Bath, the Prades, the Squires, and the Circlis, the Crashet, the Hodigan, and Bloody Buildings, and Harry King's Row, and I have been twice in the bath with Mistress, and Nara smoke upon our backs, hussy. The first time I was mortally afraid, and flustered all day, and afterwards made believe that I got the headache. But Mistress said if I didn't go I should take a dose of bum taffy, and so remembering how it worked Mrs. Gwillem a penorth, I chose rather to go again with her into the bath, and then I met with an accident. I dropped my petticoat, and could not get it up from the bottom. But what did that signify? They might laugh, but they could see nothing, for I was up to the sin in water. To be sure it threw me into such a combustion, that I know not what I said, nor what I did, nor how they got me out, and wrapped me in a blanket. Mrs. Tabitha scolded a little when we got home, but she knows as I know what's what. Ah, Lord help you! There is Mr. Yuri McLiggett, of Ballinacklinch, in the county of Calloway. I took down the name from his gentleman, Mr. O. Frizzle, and he has got an estate of fifteen hundred a year. I am sure he is both rich and generous. But you knows, Molly, I was always famous for keeping secrets, and so he is very safe in trusting me with his phlegm for mistress, which, to be sure, is very honorable. For Mr. O'Frizzle assures me he values not her portion a brass farthing. And, indeed, what's poor ten thousand pounds to a barren knight of his fortune? And truly I told Mr. O'Frizzle that it was all she had trust to. As for John Thomas, he is a morass fellow. I vow I thought he would have fit with Mr. O'Frizzle, because he axed me to dance with him at Spring Garden. But God he knows I have no thoughts either of one or t'other. As for house news, the worst is, 
Chowder has fallen off greatly from his stomach. He eats nothing but white meats, and not much of that, and wheezes, and seems to be much bloated. The doctors think he is threatened with a dropsy. Parson Marofat, who has got the same disorder, finds great benefit from the waters, but Chowder seems to like them no better than the squire, and mistress says if his case don't take a favorable turn, she will certainly carry him to Aberagni to drink goat's whey. To be sure, the poor dear Honeymeal is lost for want of exercise, for which reason she intends to give him an airing once a day upon the downs in a post-chaise. I have already made very creditable connections in this here place, where to be sure we have the very sense of satiety. Mrs. Patcher, my lady Kimacullock's woman, and I are sworn sisters. She has shown me all her secrets, and learned me to wash gauze, and refresh rusty silks and bumble scenes by boiling them with vinegar, chamber lye, and stale beer. My short sack and apron luck as good as new from the shop, and my pompidour as fresh as a rose, by the help of turtle water. But this is all Greek and Latin to you, Molly. If we should come to a burgundy, you'll be within a day's ride of us, and then we shall see one another, please God. If not, remember me in your prayers, as I shall do by you in mine and take care of my kitten, and give my kind service to Saul. And this is all at present, from your beloved friend and servant, W. Jenkins, Bath, April 26. End of section 18. Recording by Tricia G.